What is up, guys? Just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Avec 2 Spice. Avec 2 is a Louisiana spice company out of Baton Rouge, and it means with everything. So it's good on anything you can think of to cook, whether it's roasted chicken, grilled fish, grilled steak, veggies, tofu, whatever your lifestyle diet it fits in. So it is paleo, vegan, gluten-free, no refined sugar. It's super tasty. And I stand behind it 100%. So if you go to their website, www.avec2spice.com, that's A-V-E-C-T-O-U-S spice.com, you can get 10% off your entire order with this coupon code, C-U-P-D. That's cupped. Enjoy. Thanks for listening and see you next time. What is up, guys? David here with Coffee Upside Down coming at you, uh, listening to some groovy tunes, compilation by Community Records, which is co-owned by Greg Rodrigue here in New Orleans, Louisiana. Just uh, finished having a great little coffee chat with him at Hay Coffee Company on the Lafitte Greenway. Uh, We talked about, of course, coffee, uh, community, music, some anxiety, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Please offer any feedback, send me a message on any channel you choose, and have a great Monday and a great week ahead. See you next time. Any Hoosers? So how was the party on Saturday? Really good. Yeah? Yeah, it felt... uh official you know yeah we uh we have arrived yeah it was um it just felt great to like be in the space and then have people come through and like enjoy the space and i mean people were saying so many nice things which definitely helped a lot and i saw you know people that i've known since high school or like my cousin came and i rarely get to see her and you know it's like that was great and I think a big part of it too was when we opened like four months ago it still felt I mean it still feels kind of surreal yeah um but (coughs) Saturday to kind of soak it all in and be like okay we've been open for a few months now it's kind of open and rolling like I feel like honestly if we would have done a grand opening like right when we started yeah it wouldn't have felt as um significant I guess Mm -hmm. like I think there's something about having had even just a few months of being in the space and working and getting the roaster going and like you know building um a bit of like you know regular business regular business within the neighborhood yeah it's full you know yeah yeah there's people here so it's it's (laughs) good people there's people in this here building that we built that's That's great that's something you know (laughs) that's what that's what you're aiming for is, is a community space Wow, it's been four months. Yeah, I came the first time I came in. I think it was like three days after you guys officially opened. Um, and since then, what you've got the tap cold brew now. You've got beer coming up down the line. Yeah, some, sometime sometime in this done. in this year that'll happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and no tenants have moved in, right? Uh, well, upstairs there's apartments and okay. everybody's rented it out. It's oh, just okay, that gotcha. the, It's just that the. 
um, space. The lobby next door. Next, the, next the door. Space. Yeah. 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 That's that's still. They're looking rented. for people. I think so. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of not. I don't really check in on it. Right. I'm like, it'll happen if and when it happens. It's not something I have too much influence over, really. Speaking of um, checking in on things, tell me what like your role is here between you, Tommy, and Max. Max being, I guess, the primary roaster. Tommy being the primary cartoonist. Yeah. So uh, and okay. operator. Yeah, I mean, so. Do you do a lot of the administration behind the scenes stuff, or managing Hey Cafe on Magazine, or? My main position is delivering coffee and communicating with wholesale okay. accounts. So cool. I would, I guess, like, if I was going to give myself a title, which I don't really feel like I have one, sure. is like wholesale account manager gotcha. that's like sort of my spot and then you've been labeled self-labeled sir. i guess so <laughs> yeah and like i'm like the you know if someone wants to work with us partner with us to serve our roasted coffee like i'm kind of the person that facilitates that and i'm also the i do currently i do 100 percent of the delivering um occasionally i'll get help from uh max or audrey or somebody else but um yeah i love it uh and yeah, Tommy co-owns the business with me. Uh, Max is actually our green coffee buyer and kind of like has a lot of coffee knowledge in various places where he's, you know, he puts that knowledge there. And then uh, Mike is our head roaster. So Mike, okay, no, yeah, not, uh, Mike's kind of like... I've the, seen Mike come in. Does he have the bangs? The, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's he's like. Is he also a musician? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, I've and seen him around. Uh, Elizabeth is our manager at Hey Cafe. Okay. And she's really you know now that we're Tommy and I are mostly here where we were there for years like she's really steering the ship and keeping stuff. Cool. Afloat Did y'all there. just do a tiny little a little renovation over there in the back? A space? little bit, yeah. So we painted all of it, and then uh, we're working on getting some new lighting and gonna clean up the back patio. That was like I didn't even know there was a back patio. Yeah, I've been there three times because it's just it it, it was out of my out of my um, wheelhouse or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's it's an interesting space because it just it just goes straight back. It's okay. like you know, kind of has that shotgun right. feel to it. That that building has so much character and yeah history and stuff too it's it's magazine perks and before that it's a well for almost 100 years it was a barber shop and uh so like that definitely wow i missed that story yeah we still get people that'll come in and be like oh i used to get my hair cut here you know when i was a kid or whatever and it was owned by the same family for like at least two or three generations wow and they actually used to live in that building at one point and that's why the building kind of feels like even at one point, so the structure that is Miss Mays wasn't there, and our structure was the one that was on the corner okay. of Magazine and Napoleon. Which, so I mean, that this is going way before way I even, before I was born yeah. for sure. Yeah, but, you know, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Tommy was saying how there wasn't a whole lot over there post Katrina. You know, there was a, a few businesses, but um, you know, you guys saw the evolution. Yeah, we yeah we were definitely part of the that rebuild, all that happening. I mean, it it, not in any sort of planned way, but that was the way that it sort of worked out. Sweet. Yeah. Well, um, okay, so we're in January of 2019. Um, You and I haven't like talked that much about coffee, about business. We just had a a few little conversations, and um, 
What I know is that you are very involved with Community Records. Are you the owner of Community Records? I co-own Community, co-own Community Records, Records. Yeah. So tell me what that is, how long it's been around, what the mission is in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and you're a musician. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Not that that's a. I mean, no. <laughs> I, 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 I do. A I musician do. and an artist first and foremost. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do quite a few things. Um, luckily to be able to say that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> lucky to be able to say that. Um, yeah. So the record label, it's a DIY record label. Um, we started in 2008, and uh, my buddy D Ray and I run it, and we've played in bands together since we basically since we were like late teenagers, and uh, we started it as like a platform to basically just connect listeners to artists and and create a foundation for artists. Um, We had a band, a ska punk band called Fatter Than Albert that we toured in a ton. Fatter with a F or a PH? Uh, (laughs) F-A-T-T-E-R, Fatter Than Albert. I always have to ask that. I love love Fat with a PH or anything F with a PH. Fatter Than Albert. Yeah. When was that uh, That was That was from my senior year of high school until... Like right after I got out of college or okay. something like that. Ska. Uh, ska punk. We were. It was. Those were the days, man. That was high school. Ska was big in it, high school for me. Yeah. yeah. Mighty Mighty Boston's was the the flagship. I don't. I can't say that I know any, anything else. Right. I just know that ska was a thing. It was, it was definitely a thing in my life for years. Yeah. So out of that, we developed like tours, and then we put together compilations and. Then after that band, D-Ray and I formed All People, but the label itself is, our main mission is to just connect people to music in creative ways and to try to do it in as honest of a way possible. And it's very much so a labor of love. Um, I went to school at Loyola for my degrees in marketing and my minor is in music business. And we started Community Records my senior year of college, and the intention was like, oh, I'm going to start this record label and it's going to be my job. Mm -hmm. And I think about five years into it, I realized like, well, actually, what I really love about music has nothing to do with money, Yeah. even though the record label has a financial engine to it, you know, what I truly love about music has everything to do about human connection and trying to facilitate that as much as possible. And so, therefore, our motivation with the label is not based on, okay, what band is going to make us the most money or what what band is going to sell. It's, you know, we do have to consider that because we fund vinyl releases and pay for merch and all these other things but like our main motivation is like what do we really believe in like we follow our gut we try to follow bands that we feel like are worth people's time and do as much of that as we can I mean there's a it's limited but in you know but we just try to put out good energy and like that's our that's our main mission and and I think that you know it could be in a way a dream come true to wake up and be like oh my gosh this is my job now and we're selling so many records that I can do this full time but I think that you know I love that we choose artists based off of like we know these people as friends and they're a part of the family of community records and we're doing this thing that feels bigger than ourselves and I mean frankly coffee like Tommy and I started Hey Cafe in 2009 community records started in 2008 and like coffee 
to this day is my is a form of self-expression that also I've been able to develop a career in it and I like that I don't have to rely on music to pay my bills like it feels good to like like there's coffee has always made more sense to me in a sense of like here's the great coffee like you know pay your 253 bucks or whatever for it and or you know if we're selling whole whole bean you know like what that whatever that parameter is and like it's it's more of like a clear cut like yeah it's a product it's a product sort of thing it's a product you can put your mission behind and make some money yeah so the mission drives the money not the other way around which is great right yeah for for both of your tracks and i think uh from what i see from what you're telling me so far is that you're able to fuel both both ventures with each other exactly there's there's like there's synergy that happens and i like that i don't have to rely on music to like pay my bills and I enjoy that like I've I feel very lucky that I've been able to develop a career in coffee and a lot of that came out of like my relationship with music and promoting music and then frankly like we do shows at Hey Cafe and like we have vinyl records there and it's like a hub for connecting people and like you know I think that that's my real motivator like it could be coffee it could be music it could be a different passion you know but it's it's more about like and funny and this is like this idea that I've been wanting to uh, translate in this podcast um, but I've been meditating on this a lot and like what really motivates me yeah um, and I'm gonna circle all the way back to my first concert ever and I mean they're not you know the only band that I love but my first concert ever happened to be Green Day mm. Uh, when they were on the Nimrod tour, like, and my older brother took me to it. And I remember when I was in grammar school, I was kind of pudgy and like got made fun of and I didn't really feel like I fit in and I, and I went to see Green You're Day. You're not alone there. I know. I like, <laughs> it's I kind to, of a rite of passage for all of us weirdos. I know. <laughs> I know. Anybody, any, I mean, yeah. I, well, exactly. I'm not alone. Yeah. And like that concert was this formative experience where like. <laughs> I saw this band and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I showed my friends this band and then me and all of my, what I developed to be friends, like we felt a sense of belonging Mm. and a sense of like something that was bigger than us and something that we didn't have to like be good at sports or like, you know, I don't know. Whatever like we, it was. We, whatever it was, like... You found that to connect you and your friends, and you had something to get behind. Yeah, together. and, like, and literally, like, me showing my friends Green Day <laughs> translated, I honestly think, years later into being like, oh, here I am running this record label where my whole goal is to show people music, and I chase after wanting to create formative good experiences for people where they feel like they can connect to something bigger than themselves and I honestly like and I'm to go full circle like or try to like my role in that with coffee was like when we first started Hey Cafe there was there was not as many coffee shops like doing really great coffee in the city and now there's like more than I can name or count and it's incredible (laughs) um but I, you know, Green Day. If you're listening, it's because of you guys. I, I yeah, <laughs> it's I, all because of you. Thank, thank you, Green Day. <laughs> uh, 
So, so yeah, I mean, you're looking 11 years back. 2008 was Community, 2009, 10 years ago was Hay. And since then, in a decade, I mean, we've gone from maybe three to five coffee shops that were doing, doing, specialty. doing specialty coffee to over 20. 30? Yeah, yeah there's I probably... Mean, depending thir- how you define right. that, right? But there's... I mean, I just did a podcast where a couple went to 50 coffee yeah. shops, and they ran out of... I mean, they... They didn't run out. They have. 20 they still have more they could more, go to. Right? Yeah, just in New Orleans area. So we've come a long way. Yeah, and like that's a big like motivator for me. Like my, you know, growing up here in the city. I mean, well, I grew up in the West Bank, but you know, it's like it is what it, it, is. it is. You know, yeah. I went it's to a small city. Went to high school here. Went to college here, and like honestly, you know, I I just how I view it, my vantage point, like being here through Katrina and then seeing that like living here is not a permanent, it, it like, it might not be a choice that I can make one day. Like there might be a time when I, I'm very fortunate in that I can choose to still live here. And right. like one of my, um, motivators is to bring really high quality things to this city and to be a, like as much of a beacon as I can, as we can, for people to celebrate and enjoy art, celebrate and enjoy coffee, music, like, whatever it is, like, I want it to prosper and to be good, and, and like, I take a lot of pride in this town and, like, wanting to be a resource and a part of the fabric that makes up all of that stuff, and, like, part of the reason why I mentioned, like, all these other shops, it's, like, it's really cool that we get to be one part of that, and, like, we get to be a roaster in town that's like helping to provide a part of that color, a part of that, you know, spectrum. And that's what motivates me is like creating good things within the city. And that translates to my music and translates to the coffee and, you yeah. know, and what, and probably, hopefully, whatever else I do in my life from so here on out. To know? that end, when we spoke on the phone a couple of weeks ago, um, what I heard you saying is New Orleans tends to be. It's highly creative and potent with talent, but there's this transience. You know, people leave, they come back, mm-hmm. and what I hear you saying is the crafts that you infuse yourself into hope to galvanize the, the community in New Orleans and to keep the talent here and to, well, not necessarily keep yeah. the talent here, but bring people together. Well, I, I and, want New Orleans to be on the map. Right. You know, like, I think that's, that, what, I think that that's what, phone, I, right. I think that that's what I mean is, like, you know, I think that we have a lot of great stuff here and I think that we as a city you know are working towards like or are or already have like earned our spot to be like oh yeah like there is good like indie punk music or whatever or DIY things that are happening here and like there is really great coffee that's happening here and like that's my two things that I engage with most frequently and then I get psyched and like motivated on people that have similar prerogatives and like that's what I gravitate towards and um I feel like that's like my yeah that's mission your, that's right now mission. in life yeah so I mean cuisine is definitely on the map Bourbon oh, yeah. Street is definitely on the map sure. Cafe du Monde beignets all the all the um things that you see on the tv but you know like we spoke on the phone there's so much culture and artistry going on here, whether it's indie music, uh, craft coffee, um, 
this kind of new wave of, of global cuisine that's hitting New Orleans uh, and any city. I mean, we're not we're not alone in in people missing out on pockets of the city. I mean, any city you go to, you're not going to know what's really going on. Mm -hmm. You get a cursory glance based on media, based on what you hear. Mm -hmm. um, and I work in a place where a lot of tourists come through, and I hear all the time, like, oh, what's up with the coffee in this city? Like, because they don't know. They haven't mm -hmm. heard mm -hmm. yet. Um, and I'm sure the same thing with music. Like, jazz is on the map. Sure. You know? Uh, and that's kind of what I mean. Like, my angle has been punk rock or, like, <laughs> indie, you know? And, like, that's, like, you know, there's other Chicago or San Francisco or even Austin or many other, even Oxford, Mississippi has stuff going, you know, like there's like, th there's so many places around the country that have a really ma amazing stuff going on. And I just want to be one part of that yeah. and like help to create a space for yeah. it. Yeah. So when you say coming back full circle, we're doing a lot of circles here, but coming back full circle to DIY. So what does that mean with community records as a DIY? Is, is that if somebody has a small band out of their garage, mm -hmm. can they approach you and get resources or help or connections? I mean, that's what, what, what we that that's like? what we try to do. I think it's hard to define it, but for me, if I mean, my guttural reaction to trying to answer that, like DIY to me means you're not doing it with the expectation of like, this is going to be my like job or my career like I'm not motivated by like this kind of like financial gain and and some DIY artists get to a point to where like they've earned it and like they're doing it and that's great you know like I'm not trying to say like oh there's some sure, threshold that sure. you cross it you're no longer DIY right but, like <laughs> you know it, it's for me it's it's about it being a labor of love and like if if it's a labor of love and it fits within the context of like you're doing it for the thing in and of itself then like it's there, you yeah. know, and like, I guess a, a, there's other things that are synonymous with DIY, whether they be like, you know, you're booking your own tours or, you know, doing as many all ages shows as possible, or, you know, you're trying to help encourage like a space where you don't have to be a trained musician or even have any musical experience to just have self-expression and have a space for that. And, you know, and I think that that's part of DIY too, is saying like, you know, there's no like the barrier between artist and listener is thin or hopefully mm. almost non-existent. Mm. You know? I like that. It's fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with DIY, with you guys just put out a record, right? Just recently. I mean, community records put a compilation record. Yeah. Out. I don't yeah. know how many came mm -hmm. before that. I'm, I'm kind of, treat me like a newbie I don't, not, <laughs> okay. I don't know about yeah. this stuff I listen to music I just don't know the politics and the culture behind it and the process right so mm -hmm. that's why I ask about DIY and hopefully people listening who are interested in coffee in New Orleans will also be interested in hearing about community records and what you guys are doing differently and kind of a grassroots sure. process right yeah. so with this compilation what did that entail was that getting a bunch of bands together in one space or well not in one space it was more about like okay like let's make a album that ha that features it has 23 different songs on it and most of the songs on it are one track from different albums that we've released so us as a record label we release um, vinyl tapes and digital albums for bands and most of the 23 tracks is a band that's either on the label or I think like three of the bands I 
I, I play in on the CD, you know, so... Um, so do each that's of those kind of bands thing. have their own EPs or their own Correct. albums yeah, already the, that yeah. they've done themselves? And they, they've contributed a song to like the the comp. The and, project, yeah. yeah. and if anyone listening to the podcast wants to go check it out, it's on our band camp. You can find it if you search Community Records on Spotify. Like we have a playlist. Uh, but yeah, Community Records, band camp, and our website. Um, and you actually had some physical compact discs. We yeah, CDs? we we made five thousand CDs and we've given away. I mean, there was free CD. Sure. We've given away like forty five hundred of them at this point, oh, or wow. maybe even more than that. We're holding on to some to kind of slowly. I was about distribute to ask, where them. are the rest of the five hundred? Yeah, Is there a scavenger hunt going on. No, we <laughs> we save them for like because we do like online mail order, okay. and so when we send out a vinyl or a tape, somebody will get one of those CDs. Sweet. With their order, that's kind of the idea. I've got one of those old-fashioned CDs in my car right yeah, now. Yeah, right on. Compact disc. Um, cool. So what's uh, what's in 2019? What are the two tracks you're moving forward with for Hey and for Community? Sure. Yeah. Um, you personally and you guys as an entity. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, you know, 2019. The list of for goals for Hay feels pretty long, but to try to summarize is like, you know, I want to grow ideally our wholesale partnerships, like get more, hopefully more folks that are wanting to serve our roasted coffee and work with them to help that be part of their program. Uh, I'd like to build an online sales and business. We did our Kickstarter, which has been great, and like mailing coffee around the country, and I want to continue with that. Want to get you know, perpetually aspire to get better at roasting, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just this craft that's, you constantly have to be paying attention and sharpening your skill, and, like, I want to make sure that we're just paying a lot of attention and getting as good as we can at it. And we're I feel sitting like, right next to it, the, yeah. uh, Diedrich, the big yellow um, it's a, drum roaster. It's, 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 yeah. It's Is that a, how you pronounce a, it, Diedrich? Diedrich, yeah. It's kind of, it, like, it almost sounds like there's a K at the end, yeah. like Diedrich, yeah. Uh, or at least, nice I, th- at least I think that's personal. how it's pronounced. Yeah. Yeah, but. That's what it looks like. So, so uh, yeah, so you guys bought this with the new space, right? Correct. So it's relatively new, so you're seasoning it, breaking it in yeah, with a lot of coffee. Yeah, then. we've been roasting on it for about four months now, and, you know, I feel good about it so far, but I also am just like, we have perpetually a lot to learn. Sure. And, you know, there's people that are roasting amazing coffee on these machines, and, you know, we're aspiring towards getting closer and closer and better and better at that. Yeah, sure. You know? um, and then, you know, also goal with is just building uh, our presence within the neighborhood here. And that, right you know, on we have Lafitte any... Greenway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a really unique space, I think. Uh, you know, Tommy talked a lot about the build-out of this space and the people involved and how sustainable it is and um, you guys really incorporating your mission every step of the way, whether it's saving plastic or recycling or composting or saving rainwater, you know, with the rain barrels here. So what do you see this neighborhood developing into? I mean, we want to keep it green, sure. right? But there are businesses that are starting to pop up yeah. on, the, on the greenway. Well, I hope that, I mean, I mean, one element of it is that, like, I hope that we, as one part of the neighborhood, can work synergistically and, like, be a resource for people that live right around here and like or commute and, and on or the way. commute yeah. yeah i think like this Bike is the and, commuting and the commuting path is like <laughs> yeah like non-motorized vehicle like yeah. whatever whatever or that slightly is. motorized or, or running or right. whatever you know like we're i, I want to be a part of that 
picture as best as we can. And then also, I mean, a big goal for the year is just like continuing with the mission at the Uptown space and making sure that we, you know, I mean, I feel very blessed and like lucky that we've had that space for almost a decade. And, yeah. you know, like I want to make sure that that's nurtured and, and we do as best as we can there. And like Elizabeth is, and the whole team there, like, I mean, we have, I feel really lucky that like everyone that works with us is, I, I mean, coming to work is such a joy, yeah. you know, and, and I'm, I'm constantly learning from the people that we work with and that have been quote, hired here. Like, I, I, you know, I view all of them as, like, I have something to learn from them and maybe vice versa, you know. Um, We're all equals. Yeah, I, I say all the time to my staff, hierarchy is contrived. Right, like, to to some extent, it is. you know, I mean, we're all humans. We all have talents. We all have faults I'm, and weaknesses. And I mean, even if I've been doing this for a minute, it doesn't mean I'm any more qualified than sure. anyone else. You know, it's well, you like, are qualified, but it doesn't mean you're better than somebody. Right. Else, right? That's. I guess yeah. that that's what I'm getting at. Right. Like, I can learn from anyone. And I mean, it's nice to be a part of a community and view your business and your staff and your. Uh, guess as such as equals right I yeah mean, I mean, I'm if... in my 30s and I wouldn't have it any other way is to have joy when you go to go to work and feel like you're part of something and you're contributing right so that's your track for hey yeah so for community obviously the same sentiments right I yeah mean, you are who you are so you want to keep growing that but what's on the track for that so last year we celebrated our 10-year anniversary um, which we did a really big like kind of shows like festival we did a big show at South by Southwest. We released 10 records, and by any, like, standards or statistics, it was our most successful year. With that said, year 11, we were like, okay, that was a lot. And we actually are trying to perpetuate what we've been doing for 10 years, but also, like, how do we make sure that this stays manageable? So we're releasing... We have four vinyl records lined up to release this year. Uh, we're going to be doing our 11-year anniversary show at Gasa Gasa in May. Oh, cool. Um, the band that I mentioned with my friend D-Ray and Josh and Rob, all people, we're, pl we're playing our release show. Like, we have an album coming out that we recorded. Um, really proud of that. That's and in May? The release is in May. Do you know what date? It's May 4th. May, May 4th. the 4th. It's like Gossip. Star Wars Day. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, Very auspicious. Yeah, yeah. and it'll also be the yeah the 11-year anniversary for the label is celebrated that day, and yeah, we're, we're releasing some really amazing music this year, and I feel like D-Ray and I are starting to hit a point where we've, like, feel really proud of, like, what we've created, and, like, I'm trying to, like, still keep nurturing the thing and do the art and, like, make it as good as we can, but also, like, not gonna lie, I had a couple of m massive panic attacks last year off of, like, stress and, mm. and all this stuff, and... That's real you know, life, so man. I was like, okay, we need to like find a way to like make this kind of a little less stressful, but still keep doing the thing. And I feel like every year we kind of have this checkpoint where we're like, okay, what's this year look like? And then, you know, we're going to get hopefully to year 12 and say like, what do we want to do this year? And I think a big part of the thing is just like keep nurturing it and keep it going and make it to where we can keep it as a labor of love as long as we can sure. and yeah we got some great records coming out this year and uh that's and we're going to be doing some more shows we just did a show at hey cafe uh a little over a week ago that was great like it was actually the best attended show at hey cafe ever awesome. yeah it was amazing we yeah. hosted this band from 
Houston called Ruiners. Ton of fun. We had uh, two other locals, Cosma Dog and, and Ghouls, and all people played, and it was great. Awesome. Yeah. So I want to I wanna kind of wrap this up, but I do want to pause for a minute. And um, when you say you had a stressful couple things, what, what, what popped up was the song that you released. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me the name of it. Uh, so summer. new new air new air. new air is the group with okay. my friend Sarah and uh, the song is summer, the summertime summertime yeah and I and there was some there's a lot of truth in that song I, I I listened to it over and over and uh, anxiety and stress is nothing new and is ever present in our in our culture yeah um, and with with coffee upside down with the acronym that I've been playing with and communicating a little bit here and there is craft understanding positivity and dedication so i'm at a Heck point yeah. in my personal life right cupped right yeah um where i'm in my th- mid-30s i'm 35 and i want to do everything possible to avoid stress and anxiety yeah so i've taken steps to do that and i, I get stressed i get anxious i i, I panic yeah. sometimes but moving forward um what resources do you have as a business that's different in 2019 that can help you avoid personally and professionally? I, I feel like you're asking like the <laughs> perfect question for right now because my my uh, wonderful wife gave me a book for Christmas uh, that is so far kind of changing my life. It's called Dare, mm. um, and I have to plug it because um, it's been a really powerful tool to try to think about and confront anxiety and. Um, it's a lot about self-care and it's maybe gonna sound uh it one of the mantras of the book is like and it maybe sounds silly but like literally just repeating in your own head like and not in a pretentious way or whatever it's like tell yourself like i love myself and like know that you're worth love and everyone who's listening to this and every you know like everyone deserves self-love and that's a big part of it but the acronym dare it's um diffuse allow run towards engage and the main idea of it is like anytime you're feeling anxiety you say okay like whatever you know i'm feeling (laughs) this anxiety i'm gonna allow myself to feel anxious and not only am i gonna allow this anxiety i'm gonna ask for more of it which seems counterintuitive but it goes with the idea of flow so when anxiety comes up if you say like okay i'm gonna ride this wave and just like let it do its thing it becomes less scary and the book is mostly about it's not saying you'll never feel anxiety again it's about um removing or trying to eliminate the fear of anxiety and saying like okay like i'm not scared of this because the fear is what leads to the anxiety loop in a lot of ways Mm. and i can't and and the last part of the acronym engage is saying like uh find something within your present reality that can help occupy your mind and occupy you know whether it be going on a run or you know playing music or whatever it is like something to kind of get you out of that anxiety loop and I definitely for not one second will pretend like I have this figured out at all because I feel like I'm constantly learning <laughs> yeah, and like it's a practice, constantly yeah. trying but yeah that that book dare so far it, it's you know I've been grappling with anxiety related things for well over a decade and this has been the most powerful resource I've mm. found so far um, is a process that you can actually apply minute by minute yeah and, it, and it feels empowering and I hope that maybe someone else who's listening 
would find it empowering too. I don't, you know, I don't know what works for everyone, sure. but it's been very helpful for me so far. And, you know, and I think a big part of it is like giving yourself grace. And, you know, I, I constantly struggle with uh, self-worth and feeling like I'm not enough, you know, feeling like I'm not good enough or that I don't try hard enough or whatever. And again, you're not alone. There. <laughs> yeah. I and it's like, we're, we're kind of reinforced to feel that way in this society of, uh, you know, perfect absolutes that are absolutely not reality, right? Yeah. There's no such thing as perfect, and it's all about progress and practice and just being, doing your best in the yeah. moment. And the, the last part of the acronym, ENGAGE, I, <clears throat> I tell myself and people that, that are dealing with this kind of thing, distraction. I like engage better, but mm -hmm. distract yourself from sure. your own mind. Like yeah. occupy yourself with things that seem to be menial and mundane, but over time accumulated become a pattern and help enrich and improve your life. So, dare. Okay, they can yeah. find it at area bookstores yeah. or online. Yeah, totally. As well as. Um, so what are the resources for community and hey, how can people find out what's going on for both both of those uh, ventures? Yeah, I mean, we have social media for both entities. Uh, community Records website is communityrecords.org. I mentioned our band camp where we have everything streaming or for download and you can order vinyl records, communityrecordsbandcamp.com. Uh, hey, we have heycoffee.co is our main website and heycafe.biz for Uptown and um, so like, yeah. comment, subscribe, and share. Yeah. All that stuff. Cool, man. Well, anything else you want to say before we wrap it up and uh, get another coffee and go about our day? Uh, I definitely want to say I feel lucky and privileged and honored that you asked me to be a part of this, and I'm thankful for you and for the many other people that are contributing not only to coffee but just artistry and craft in the city and you know, I feel lucky to be a part of it, and thanks to anyone who's listening to this, and, you know, come say what's up, come find me, and, yeah, it's just, I, my heart is warmed, so. Well, thanks, man, yeah, uh, likewise, I'm, I'm just having fun. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing, you know, winging it, and, and, and loving every minute of it, and, um, so for you guys listening, uh, we're here at Hey Coffee on the Lafitte Greenway, um, St. Louis Street, uh, right off Broad, uh, near the Whole Foods. It's a beautiful day here. Um, the whole cafe is, is full, and Lee Shell's always got a great soundtrack playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so come on by. Um, open 7 a.m. every day, correct? Correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm they just expanded. Six, yeah. yeah, we just um, open a little later now. Um, yeah, so Hey Coffee, Hey Cafe, Community Records, all the things, uh, and then you can find all this on the podcast, on any podcast channel, and uh, YouTube, and the interwebs and internet. So without uh, further ado, let's wrap it up, man. Yeah. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. They can search Coffee Upside Down using any major podcast platform. Also, to become a patron of the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash coffeeupsidedown to throw a little support into the project. And finally, I always welcome feedback. You can use any channel you choose. Instagram, Facebook, text message, phone call, smoke signal, or in person. 
Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.